What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. Gentlemen, we are broadcasting on a Thursday night football edition of Pound the Pigskin. We got the Saints and Cardinals tonight. We got playoff baseball. We've got NBA regular season basketball. We've got NHL regular season hockey. We like to call that in the sports world the sports equinox with all four major sports playing on the same night. Gotta love it. Or not. Maybe we don't love it. I don't know. I didn't even, you cut out there for a second for me. Uh Uh-oh. Where's Matt? I don't hear Matt. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. I think we lost Matt. Matt got so excited about the sports equinox that we lost him. We'll get oh. him back. There he goes. <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back. So, that being said, we're going to get into what happened. See, Matt's back already. We uh, we good. Can we hear we're, me? We're good. We're going to get into what happened in the world of football, seeing as it is a football show. But just had to mention that all four major sports are being played tonight so if you're a sports fanatic like we are it is uh one of the best times of the year so yeah well, no i would do honestly i would say that's probably one of the worst times for anybody that like has multiple teams playing tonight because you're not gonna be able to watch them all well you can't watch them all but um let's, sir let's it be is honest, I, I only have one team that's playing tonight and they're on the ice i mean gotta wait for the chargers till sunday afternoon the mets are done the heat the heat don't play tonight so now, if you got, thing. if you had, if you had, like, like, let's say you had, um, let's just say, for example, there is somebody out there who is probably a, you know, uh, let's say a Yankee fan, a New York Knicks fan, a New York Rangers fan, and if the Giants are playing Thursday night football, you'd have all four of your teams all playing on the same night. That would blow your mind. But that's not. I'm going to be honest, as annoying as that would be, sounds pretty fantastic. It does. It sounds pretty fantastic. So anyway, we will uh, we will get the show started off like we do each and every week with our drink of the night brought to you by String Sports Brewery. On Thursday nights, they host the Jaguars uh, show live from the uh, brewery. If you haven't gone down there, you can check it out. Uh, It's pretty cool. They'll have they got a new player in every week and they broadcast it on uh one of the local TV networks. So I've got Miller Light again tonight, but but I did pick up some beer from Strings uh, on the way home today. I got their Section 219 uh, lager. So anyway, mail, Miller Light for the show. Miller right. Light for you. There you go. I um I went back to an original. I found some whiskey that does not have gluten in it, so I am now drinking a peanut butter and tea whiskey. Okay, there you go. Well, since I know I've got a weekend coming up, you do. You got one heck of a weekend coming up. You better you better be up here. I am sticking with a liquid death tonight. Okay, liquid death, hydrate, yep. A little mango action. Liquid Put death mango. Work. Very nice. Sunday, Sunday we coming in. Coming All in. All right. 
coming in hot. There we go. So let's uh, let's let's keep it going hot. We'll uh, we'll start off with what was a a very entertaining Saturday of college football. I missed a bunch of it being down in Gainesville at the swamp tailgating and being at that disaster of a football game at night. But let's recap what happened in the land of college football. Some notable games. Uh, Matt, your Canes go into Blacksburg. They win a big ACC matchup. Always a tough place to play. So you got to be uh, pretty ecstatic about Miami getting a dub in conference play. Absolutely. It was nice watching Hooker not be on Vatek anymore. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, speaking of Hooker, you know, those balls, uh, we'll get into that one. But oh, yeah, we will. Miami with a big, Miami with a big dub, get their ACC uh, season going in the right direction. A couple other notable games. Uh, speaking of ACC, Clemson went into Dope Campbell. And won 34-28, took care of their business. Uh, Florida State tried coming back, though, with a 14-point fourth quarter, but they fell short. Georgia handles their business against Vanderbilt, 55-0. I mentioned being down in the swamp. LSU goes into Gainesville, wins 45-35 in a shootout. Uh, The Gators' defense decided to stay in the dorm rooms. Uh, it was awful. They made Jaden Daniels look like a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Uh, Alabama and Tennessee, that was the 330 CBS spotlight game. It lived up to the billing. It went into overtime. Tennessee kicks a field goal in overtime after Alabama misses one. Tennessee wins 52-49. to 49. Rocky Top was literally shaking. Field goals were getting ripped out of the ground and taken to the bars. It was uh, one heck of a day to be a Vol. The Big Ten had a marquee matchup, number 10 Penn State, number 5 Michigan. Michigan rolled Penn State 41-17. And uh, for all the people out there who think that James Franklin is an elite head football coach in college football, he is now O. And 13 against top 10 ranked opponents. He does not win big games. He's kind of like the Dallas Cowboys of college football. Big one out in the Pac-12. Gotta love it. USC was ranked 7th. They go to Utah, who's ranked 20th. Utah wins 43-42 in a classic shootout on a touchdown and two-point conversion. Uh, Utah with a big win there. USC no longer undefeated another classic one out in the big 12 oklahoma state and tcu this one was a double overtime classic the tcu horn frogs 43 to 40 ole miss uh, out there in oxford takes down auburn 48 to 38 another marquee matchup in the acc the syracuse orange 24 Nine over NC State and was technically an upset there. Syracuse stays undefeated. They're having a heck of a season. And then another big-time matchup in the SEC, number 16, Mississippi State, falls in Lexington to number 22, Kentucky, 27-17. to 17. So some pretty um, entertaining games, a lot of marquee matchups. There's a heck of a Saturday in terms of ranked versus ranked opponents. And I'll be honest, I like I said, I didn't get to watch a ton not being in front of a TV on the couch all day, but the game certainly lived up to the hype. So that being said, 
Now we've got some new rankings. We've got a new week to look at. Let's look at what's coming up. Another big one in the ACC. Matt, I know you'll have your eyes on this one because it's a, a noon kick Saturday, ABC. Undefeated versus undefeated. Syracuse goes to Clemson. Syracuse ranked 14th in the country. Clemson's still sitting there at five, so that's a big-time ACC matchup. Uh, the Canes host Duke down there in Miami at 1230. For some reason, Duke always seems to give Miami a little bit of a frustrating game. We'll see if the Canes can continue to roll. Big-time game at 3.30 on CBS. Ole Miss goes to Baton Rouge to face the Tigers. Ole Miss ranked seventh in the country, undefeated, putting that on the line. Pac-12 spotlight game, 3.30. Number nine, UCLA. Number 10, Oregon. UCLA undefeated putting that on the line against the quack attack up there at the Oxen Zoo in Eugene. And another 330 spotlight game, this one in the Big 12. You've got Texas against Oklahoma State, number 20 versus number 11 there. A couple of other notables later on in the evening, Mississippi State goes to Tuscaloosa to face the number six Alabama Crimson Tide. And then another Big 12 ranked versus ranked at night. You've got Kansas State going to Dallas-Fort Worth to face number eight undefeated TCU. So, boys, what are you looking forward to for this Saturday slate? There's some intriguing matchups, as we mentioned. Well, Texas shouldn't be 20 because they should be five and they should be four and three, but whatever. Well, give them time. (laughs) Give them time. They might lose to Oklahoma State. That game was complete horse crap at the end. Awful call. Yeah, fair enough. Um, nonetheless, I like Texas Oklahoma State, so I always like those matchups. Big Twelve for some reason, you know, find it fun. You already called it out, Syracuse Clemson. Um, no, I'm not sold on Clem- on Syracuse because let's be real, it's Syracuse, and they really haven't played anybody until last week, and they still didn't really play anybody because let's be honest, uh, NC State is down a quarterback, so no. Yeah, NC State did not have their QB in that game. This is the first true test for Syracuse. I honestly don't expect them to win, but I expect them to put up a fight. Um, I hope so. I hope so. They can score, and it's going to be on Clemson's defense. Keep them in the game, in my opinion. Um, obviously, I got my canes at the same time, so I'll be flipping back and forth. Or actually, probably watch them while I drive. Depending on how the morning goes. Yeah, well, can, you better be we, careful there. We condone that distraction. <laughs> what do you think I did? I did it for the Giants game this past weekend. Driving and the Giants. Oof. Yeah, I had to fuck, I had to take stuff up to Port St. Lucie. All right. But nonetheless, I got <laughs> sidetracked. Um, yeah, I mean, those are probably the most intriguing. I mean, Ole Miss LSU, I honestly don't expect LSU to look like they did last week. No offense. I think Ole Miss takes care of business pretty easily. UCL Oregon is an interesting matchup because I really am not sold on either team. So, well, it's tough to be sold on on the Pac-12. You don't get to you don't get to watch them a lot. So this is a perfect time to see. I'm uh, 
Honestly, man, I, I'm going to go with the same one that I was kind of curious about watching last week, even though I didn't get to because I was in Orlando, um, and that's TCU. Um, yeah. I brought them up last week, and I said that they're a team that people should be on the lookout for. They could be they could be working their way up into getting in the playoffs, and they're they're doing that. So yeah. um, I definitely think there's someone to look at. Uh, I'm not a fan of the musical chairs that's going on with Alabama and 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 Georgia and you know the top fives that are going on there. Obviously, they got knocked down to to six, which is warranted. They lost. Um, hell of a game by Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Listen, I I I was thoroughly impressed with that game. I mean, that was that was a really good game. It was a fun game to watch. Um, I got a group chat with some buddies from the Marine Corps. Uh, Lee, one of them's a he's a big UT fan, but. It was just a fun game overall to watch. Probably one of the better games we've seen in recent years between two top contenders. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in Tennessee's Tennessee's season is uh, is far from over, knowing that they still have to go between the hedges and face Georgia in a couple of weeks. So yep. we'll really see. But I, I, I really like the the TCU team, like you've mentioned. I mean, if they can get by Kansas State. Uh, they'll have one more test really against Texas, and who knows what the Longhorns will be in three weeks from now. I mean, TCU's got a legit shot to be undefeated going into their conference championship game, and we all know that if that happens, they got a real chance to get into the uh, college football playoff, knowing that right now, as it sits, you've got the top four, two SEC, two Big Ten, and they all they, they both play each other head-to-head. Georgia's got to play Tennessee and Ohio State's got to play Michigan. So the top four are going to knock each other out. Um, So that'll leave the door open for, you know, a a Clemson ACC or a TCU Big 12 or shoot, a a UCLA Pac-12 if they run the table now that USC got knocked down. So a long way to go, obviously. A lot of of moving and shaking that's going to be done as these teams uh, play against each other but it's going to be pretty entertaining. So uh, looking forward to that. And honestly, I'm just, I'm so thankful that there's not a fucking Gator game because I just need a, I need a weekend off from watching that team try to play football. Um, the key word being try. Yeah. Right. So uh, let's get into the big boy league fellas and let's kind of recap what happened. And uh, it was, I'll be honest, there was not a great week for our picks, but we'll get into that as well. That's uh, <laughs> We'll start it off. Uh, we'll start it off with Thursday. We've had a uh, this past week was another fucking barn burner. The Commanders beat the Bears twelve to seven. Uh, the only good thing about that Thursday night game was my triple unders parlay uh, hit. I had the under in the first quarter. I had the under at halftime, and I had the game under parlayed all three. Easy money. Pathetic uh, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean. I mean it, it was a lock, bro. Yeah, but just, some it, schmuck, some schmuck's gonna play the under like that for three on 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 this week, and it's gonna, it's not gonna hit. <laughs> Probably, but you know, you gotta pick and choose your battles. Uh, that one was just too difficult to pass kudos, up. Kudos, but that's the most pathetic bet I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, just bet yeah. all the unders yeah, on those made, suckers. Made hundred bucks, so it's not pathetic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 49ers and Falcons, 49ers, obviously, uh, super banged up on defense. And it looked that way as the Falcons win 28 to 14 Mariota with three total touchdowns. 
Patriots go into the dog pound, and Belichick just out coaches uh, Stefanski. Patriots with Bailey Zappi dominate 38-15. to 15. Jets go into Lambeau and just lay a smackdown on the Packers. The Packers are in big trouble. The Jets get a defense or a special teams uh, touchdown. Once again, Packers special teams sucks. Jets win 27 to 10. They move to four and two. Jaguars, Colts, uh, the Sad Cats are now on a three game losing streak. Uh, they blow a fourth quarter lead, give up a uh, touchdown with less than a minute to go to the Colts. Matt Ryan threw for 389 yards, completing 42 passes. Don't know how his arm didn't fall off. Matt Ryan now leads the NFL in completed passes as the Colts win 34 to 27 Vikings and dolphins down there in Miami uh, Vikings got lucky because the dolphins just have no quarterback situation in that game. Skylar Thompson started, got knocked out with a concussion, had to bring Bridgewater back in Teddy two gloves uh, tried, but to no avail Vikings win 24 16. They moved to five and one. Bengals and Saints, the Bengals seem like they're finally getting their big play offense going as Burrow and Chase had a big uh, game together. They win 30-26 to down in the Big Easy. Ravens, Giants, Giants uh, pull this one out 24-20. to Defense stepped up big time, especially in the red zone and in the second half. Daniel Jones throws two touchdown passes. Giants move to 5-1. and one. Biggest surprise of the day, probably Buccaneers-Steelers up there in Pittsburgh. Steelers win 20-18. to Trubisky had to come in as Pickett was injured in the first half, and the Steelers edge it out. Brady and the Bucs offense did not click at all. Panthers and Rams. Panthers are the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion, right now. Rams get an easy win, 24-10. to There wasn't really anything clicking besides Christian McCaffrey trying to be a one-man team for the Panthers. Cardinals and Seahawks, we mentioned the Cardinals are playing tonight. They better look way different than they did up there in Seattle. Seattle wins 19-9. to The Cardinals had absolutely no offense. Kyler Murray just doesn't even look like a guy who cares about playing football right now. He's just counting his money playing video games. Bills, Chiefs, the big game, it lived up to the hype. They went back and forth. Bills circle the wagons and win. 24-20. 24-20. to 20. Both defenses stepped up. Both quarterbacks made big-time plays. It was a ton of fun to watch. These two teams are definitely going to play against each other again in the playoffs. Uh, Bills moved to 5-1. and one. Chiefs fall to 4-2, and two, which was big. Cowboys-Eagles Sunday nighter. NFC East, obviously always a marquee matchup when, those, when two teams in that division get together. Sunday night it happened. Eagles stay undefeated. They win 26-17 after getting out to a big 20-3 to halftime lead and then kind of just put it on cruise control. Um, they stay hot. And then Monday night, overtime, only the Chargers can make it this entertaining. Chargers win 19-16 to in overtime. Uh, first game Herbert has had where he has not thrown a touchdown pass and somehow the Chargers win. They move to 4-2. and two. Defense was very shaky early on, and then I'll be honest with you, defense shut it down in the second half against a Broncos offense that we all know is pretty bad, but you still got to do the job. Chargers win 4-2, and two, big W there. So, boys, 
what were you impressed by? What were you disappointed by? Uh, what were you surprised by? I mean, I'm impressed with how well the coaching staff is really doing in New York. Yep. Uh, Dayball's coach of the year already. So that one's all sewn up. So if you get onto a betting website, just bet Dayball as coach of the year right now because you're not going to get better odds. Probably not. Yep. So, okay. Uh, so Matt's, Matt's impressed by Giants coaching staff. What are you surprised by? What are you disappointed by? Uh, I would probably say I was pretty surprised. Um, I kind of have to lean a little into yours. Yeah. Um, but since I don't want to be that boring, um, I'm honestly, excuse me. Um, God damn. Uh, you gotta go. I'm not choking. <coughs> okay, Alex, Good what Lord. are you surprised by, disappointed Sorry. by, and impressed by? Uh, honestly, I'm uh, I'm a little impressed by the Jets. Yeah, um, I know a lot of done. people are going to wave this yeah. off and be like, oh, well, they're playing against a bad Green Bay team. And yeah, that's true, but they could have they could have been a bad Jets team and only put up 14. Um, they came out there, they played their asses off, even with the drama with Elijah Moore requesting a trade this week. Um, they still went out there and got the W um, by double digits. So yeah. that was I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah, they're hanging in there, four and two in the division. They'd be the sixth seed in the playoffs right now. Yep, I'm uh, I'm a bit disappointed in the Jags, to be honest. Um, I, I think everybody in the friggin' world thought the Jaguars going to win this weekend. Yeah, I mean, after the way they dominated the Colts the first time, and the fact that you got to avoid long losing streaks in the NFL. Yeah, it just uh, it's just a bit wild to me that they they managed to pull that off. Um, I think the biggest disappointment for me though is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals, even though they um, won. I, I know they came off of a win, but they're coming off of a really kind of rocky Saints team, and we'll see that again tonight on the short week. But to to let the Saints of all teams score twenty six points on you right now when they really don't have an identity, they're just kind of shuffling and playing quarterback roulette. Um, really says a lot about how shaky their defense is and how they need to get that ship right in order for the for them to start winning games the right way. Fair enough. All right, I'll be quick with my three in terms of impressive, surprising, and disappointing. Um, it was to me, it was uh impressive the way that the Patriots went into Cleveland and dominated um with a rookie quarterback getting just his second start, a rookie um, third string quarterback. Right. Well, yeah, rookie quarterback, though, getting his second start. But third string, I was just impressive the way that they dominated in all three phases of the game. Um, and Belichick showing you that he's still got it in terms of a head coach, knowing how to coach football in, uh, in matchups and schemes. So that was the most impressive to me. The most surprising was honestly how the Chargers defense turned it around in the second half and forced – the Denver Broncos into get this negative nine net passing yards in the second half um, and overtime. So that was surprising to see the Chargers pull off uh, probably their best team defensive performance of the season. Granted, against the Broncos offense, that is not very good, but still you got to do it. And then the most disappointing, um, I mean, to me, not that 
I really care, but I mean, the Cardinals paid two hundred fifty million dollars to Kyler Murray, and that motherfucker can't even score a touchdown against the Seahawks defense, who's given up thirty points a game. So uh, maybe tonight will be different, but last week that was the most disappointing to me. So we'll see. Matt, you gave us the most impressive. What's the most surprising and disappointing? Yeah, then, then he almost died. Yeah, then he almost died after Dude. after uh, you know telling us how much he's impressed by the Giants' coaching staff. <laughs> yeah, that would probably give anybody a heart attack right now. So we don't blame you. Um, <clears throat> no, all right, I'm good. Um, I, something went down the wrong pipe. Um, anyways, surprising uh, and disappointing. Honestly, I was surprised. I, I'm still surprised. I've been for a little bit uh, by the Falcons. Like, what? Yeah, three what and happened? three football team right now. They're battling. Three and three isn't amazing, but it's how they're winning, and they beat the 49ers. Yeah, like they're right. Listen, they're right there. The Falcons are three and three, which is the same as the Rams and the Packers. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Um, and I'm honestly the mo- I, I'm really the most shocked. Okay, shocked. Well, what was it? Right? Didn't I cover? Didn't I hit my? You have to do impressed, surprised, and disappointed. Or okay, so disappointed. Sorry. So I guess, I guess I'm shocked because of the disappointment in this. That's fine. If that makes sense. Sure. Honestly, it's Green Bay. At the end of the day, yeah. I'm not. I'm not necessarily surprised that some of this is happening, but it's like you got to be disappointed in the Packers because they're supposed to be a, you know, leading team. I was just, I was just disappointed. Not that I really care about the Packers, but it's just the way they're playing football is like. It's disappointing to watch a, I guess, a legacy team like that. That I kind of wanted to be better since the Giants beat them in London. I wanted that. I wanted that win to be even bigger. Unless they're the well, one. I mean, started there's it. still, you know, there's still eleven games left. I mean, there's a long it, it time, could, but still, they look. It could be. They look. Could I be. don't know how anybody in their right mind can be shocked at the frigging Green Bay Packers. We talked about this on the show for like two weeks straight before hear, the season started about how they didn't have anybody to even throw the ball to. Yeah, but no, but hear me out on this, dude. Still does in the offense. It's that the defense is so bad. And it, yeah, yeah, the, the defense, defense should so be a lot better they're with all the, the guys. They're they on the field 38 dude, minutes a game. Right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> their defense should be so far better. Yeah, their defense is not stopping the run. Kenny Clark and the boys got to get it going. We'll see. How it goes. The way it's shaping up right now, here's what we've got. We've got the five and one Bills leading the East, the four and two Chiefs leading the West, the three and two Titans leading the South, the three and three Ravens leading the North, and then your wild card teams. You got the four and two Chargers, four and two Jets, three, two, and one Colts. In the NFC, you got the six and oh Eagles leading the East, the five and one Vikings in the North, the three and three Bucks in the South. The three and three 49ers in the West. In your wild card teams, you got the five and one Giants, the four and two Cowboys, and the three and three Rams. That's how it's looking six weeks into the season. Our picks didn't look very good either. This is how it went down. Matt won week six with a nine and five record. I went eight and six. My dad went seven and seven. And then Alex went six and eight. Alex was hot mid middle games and then uh, down the stretch just fell fell apart down the stretch losing the last four of the week so for the season it sits I'm at 60 and 34 my dad is at 57 and 37 
Matt is at 56 and 38, and Alex is at 54 and 40. So we move to week seven, boys. We'll start it off with this Thursday nighter that'll kick off in about 15 to 20 minutes. Right now, it is Cardinals minus two and a half out in the desert. The over-under is 43 and a half. The Saints are going to start Andy Dalton. They've got a ton of injured players. No Michael Thomas, no Marshawn Lattimore. The list goes on and on. The Cardinals get DeAndre Hopkins back. They traded for Robbie Anderson. They're not going to have James Conner at running back. Uh, who are you boys picking here? Are you going with the Desert Birds or are you going with the Saints? Uh, this is actually one of the harder ones to actually guess. because uh, I don't trust either of these fucking teams. Either team is like absolutely miserable at any given time. So, like, what the hell? Um, I'm literally doing a coin flip on this one because I really couldn't decide because I am equally as, like, I think they're equally as shitty. I have zero trust in a quarterback situation in either team. Yeah, I don't trust either of these teams. Or, Both of these teams are on my on my gambling list of teams that I've crossed off as in terms of uh, bettable teams. I have categories of teams that I'll still bet on versus teams that are no longer bettable, and neither of these teams are bettable teams for me anymore. I can't blame you there. Uh, with that said, um, we are going to go with, because this is how I'm doing it, I said I would, uh, we're going with Arizona, so that could bite me in the ass. All right, so Matt's going with the Cardinals. Alex, what about you? You got the Desert Birds. I know you picked this one three months ago. I, I don't. I picked uh, I picked Arizona. All right, so you've got the Cardinals as well. So this, uh, my dad's got the Desert Birds. I've got the Cardinals, so we're all chalk, so this game doesn't matter. We'll see how it goes. Just getting into Sunday, you got the Lions and the Cowboys. Apparently, Prescott's back in action for the Cowboys. We'll see. This one comes down to the Cowboys defense versus the Lions offense and vice versa. Right now it's Cowboys minus seven. The over-under is 48 and a half. Uh, where are you boys going on this one? Uh, as much as I don't want to admit it, uh, I, I'd be very shocked, even though I think the rhythm is going to be off for Prescott. I don't think he's going to jump just right back in. But I think just you got to look at that defense. Um, in a way, Dallas hasn't played defense, unfortunately, has been. Who would have thought we'd be talking about how good the Cowboys' defense is? Yeah. The Cowboys' <laughs> defense was good last year. It was, but not like this. Um, well, yeah, I think they might be better this year. I think they're better this year, but uh, I, I'm going to still roll, unfortunately, Dallas, as much as I really, really, really want to give, uh, you know, Motor City Dan Campbell's. Chance. I mean, we're going to root for the Lions to win. We're just not picking them to win. Um, yeah, I just – Dallas – what about you, Alex? You got the Cowboys or the Lions? MCDCs, bitches. All right, Alex is going Lions here. That means he's going to get a swing pick because I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, I'll be rooting for the Lions, but I'm picking the Cowboys to win. Uh, big divisional matchup in the AFC South. You got the Colts going to Nashville to play the Titans. Right now it's Titans minus two and a half over under 42. This is going to be a tight matchup. These teams always seem to go back and forth against each other. Still no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts or Darius Leonard um, at linebacker on defense. Where are you boys going here, Titans or Colts? I went Titans. All right, so Alex has got King Henry and the Titans. Believe it or not, I don't know how this is possible with Derrick Henry 
but the Titans are only averaging 3.7 yards a carry. It's because they suck. There you go. Matt, who do you got winning? Everybody's copied Wink's friggin' blueprint, but we've won. I mean, hey, it's a copycat league. What the NFL does. So, cool. Good for you, Wink. Keep doing it. That's what the NFL does. Guess what? That defense has looked a little different every single week so far. So, newsflash. This is uh, who's gonna who's gonna make more plays between Ryan and Tannehill. Believe it or not, I yeah. think Matt Ryan can do it. They've somehow found a way to be competitive without Jonathan Taylor, which I don't understand how. Um, I don't know how either. I'm going Indy as much as I don't want to root for them because I kind of don't like them right now. Yeah, because fair enough. Pointing to be honest, but I'm going Indy. I think they write the ship again. All right, I um I think that this is going to be the game where Derrick Henry finally asserts himself for the first time this season. I'm going to take the Titans. It's not the greatest of uh, feelings in terms of picking this one. So, Matt, you get a swing pick there with the Colts. All right, the next one, the game that we're all going to be at, Giants-Jaguars here in Duval right now. It is Giants plus three road dogs over under 42 and a half. You got one team that's hot, one team that's not. Who are you boys picking? Said I'd do it all year. Don't care. Homer. Giants don't like playing the Jags at home for some reason. It's a or away. They always seem to play tough. But no way. No. Matt's going Giants. Alex, what do you got here? I went Giants. All right. So Alex has got Giants. I've got the Giants as well. Here's why. One team knows how to play in the fourth quarter, and the other doesn't. And the team that does is going to be the team that wins. My dad's got the swing pick here. He's going with the Sad Cats. He'll learn why we call him that. No big deal. The Giants have given up plays after play. First half. That's what that. That's what the Jags do. It's Ben. It's a Ben, but don't break. We know they get all. The Jags got all excited in the first half because they like a good football team. Don't make any adjustments. All of a sudden, get smacked in the mouth and then lose the game. Well, guess what? That's going to happen. Giants are going to do that again. Yep. So, all right. So, we've all got the Giants there. My dad's got the Jaguars. Big matchup in the AFC North up there in Baltimore. you got the Browns, Ravens. Ravens minus six and a half over under 45 and a half as Philip Hedo lights the lamp for the Rangers. Uh, where are you boys going here? You going dog pound to bounce back? Or are the Ravens going to finally hold on to a lead and close out a game? I got the Ravens. Alex uh, is going with the Ravens, all right. I think it's going to be the Ravens, and I don't think they're going to have to worry about holding on to a lead because I just don't think Cleveland's going to stay competitive. Because it's a home game for Baltimore, they're pissed after last week. So I'm with you. Here's the thing with the, uh, with the Browns. They can't, they can't play football unless they've got a lead. The way that their team is built, yeah. they, don't, they don't play a style of football conducive of coming back so if the if the ravens get out front like they're known to do the browns aren't going to be able to come back so the rate like you said the ravens aren't going to have to sweat it out so we'll see falcons Bengals up there in cincinnati right now it's Bengals minus six and a half over under 47 and a half both teams coming off big w's uh last week who do you boys got there I got the Bengals. All right, Alex is going Bengals. This was a tough one for me. Um, 
I've been on the Bengals for a while, but I'm not impressed. Even with them getting wins, I'm still just not impressed. It's getting there, but I'm just still not. I think the difference in talent, though, will slightly edge this game out. And I think since he sweats one, though, I think they get the victory. But I think they sweat it out. I think Atlanta somehow shows up again. All right. I I think that the Falcons are definitely going to give them a game. The Falcons have scored, uh, surprisingly, 24 or more points in five out of six games they've played this season. So we didn't think they had any offensive firepower, and somehow they're scoring points. I'm going with the Bengals as well, uh, but I think the Falcons are going to give them a fight. Packers, Commanders up in the nation's capital. Right now it's Green Bay, four-and-a-half-point road favorite. Boy, oh, boy, no respect for the Commanders. Maybe a little overrated for the Packers. We'll see. But needless to say, four-and-a-half-point line, over under 41-and-a-half. You boys going with the Commanders here or are you going with the Packers? Um, I think it's going to be an uninspired win by this team, but I think they'll – Pretend like they've wrote, you know, right in the ship. What I don't know what that word is. It what's the righted? Is that how you say? It? Yeah, wrote right the ship right now. So thank you, listeners. Um, I apologize. Uh, <clears throat> Packers are going to write the ship, but I'm going to go um, Green Bay. But I still think it's going to be an unimpressive win. I'm with you, Alex. Who you got here? I predicted Washington. All right, so Alex is going with the Commanders here, which means he gets a nice Damn. swing pick here. Oh, we're gonna be a fun. We're gonna have fun watching that score, Austin. That one's gonna be entertaining. This one's the biggest line of the day. Tampa goes to Carolina. Tampa minus ten and a half. Over under is forty. Uh, I mean, I've got the Bucks to bounce back. There's, there's no way. Carolina's just got. Way too many problems going on right now. P.J. Walker's your starting quarterback. Um, they're, they've already shipped off Robbie Anderson. They're trying to trade away Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I mean, this team's just already in tank mode. Who do you boys got? Tampa Bay. All right, Alex with Tampa Bay. No problem there. Matt, what about you? <sighs> Tampa. All right, so Tampa, clean sweep, no surprise. Texans, Raiders out in Sin City. Right now it's Raiders minus seven over under 45 and a half. My gut tells me that the Texans are going to be feisty in this one, uh, but I'm taking the Raiders to win. Who do you boys got? Agree. Um, I, I think Houston will be competitive, be feisty, but I don't think that just went out. I think Vegas will, Vegas will look decent enough. All right. Alex, we know you got the Raiders, so moving on. <laughs> Jets, Broncos up in Denver. This is basically a pick em. Right now it's Denver minus one, over under 38 and a half. Vegas doesn't think any of these teams are going to score. Um, this is crazy, but Denver really isn't good. I'm taking the fucking Jets. Yeah, I'm sorry. How the hell? I, look, I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this because, wow. Um or, or how how we have no respect for the Jets like that? Like I don't know. I mean, the Broncos' defense is legit good, but I don't care. But is it really? Is it really? I think that their I think their defense is pretty good. I think Pat Sertan is already one of the top two or three corners in the league. I think the defense is good enough to the point to look even better because of how bad the offense is. 
Yeah, it's possible. I, I don't I don't trust the Broncos scoring fucking but points. I mean the Jets sure. defense is good too. I think the Jet I think the Jets take this one. And I, I, I actually I don't know if it'll be close. Maybe not. Alex, who do you got? Jets, Broncos. I got the Broncos. Alex yeah. is going, let's ride. God, he's right. the cringiest Bro. in the NFL. Bravo. So Bravo. Alex has got a swing pick game there. With the Broncos, so I will say. I will say of all the picks that I had made for this week pre pre doing this, that is the one game where I'm like, shit. And there's <laughs> one more. There's one more. Oh, I I know what it is. Yeah. Well, we'll uh we'll we'll see if we find out here in a sec. So, next game on the docket, you've got Seattle and the Chargers out there in Inglewood. Uh, Chargers minus five over under fifty and a half. Chargers are finally getting back Corey Lindsley, finally getting back Keenan Allen. Uh, I'm taking the Bolts to uh, – believe it or not, I'm taking the Bolts to win big going into their bye week. Um, I think that this is going to be the game that they really start to turn it on and show who the fuck they might actually be. So I'm taking the Chargers. They'll make us sweat it out like they always do, unfortunately. I actually disagree. I think Seattle's going to come in. And literally want to leave pretty quickly <laughs> because think about this. They've got a bye week next week. Keenan Allen's your best receiver, but he's been hurt. But you're yeah. going to put him into this game, then go into your bye. They're basically going, hey, you know what? We're tired of people doubting some of what we can do based on some of these games. And Herbie's going to come out and sling it. He needs to, man. He needs to get some rhythm. Oh, I know he's sorry. still got the hurt ribs, but he's got to get into some rhythm here. I'm sorry, Alex. Your 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 seabirds are just they going into meat grinder. All right. What do you got, Alex? I pick Chargers. All right, so we're all on the bolts there. No no shock. No shock. None of us were high on the Seahawks anyway, even though they're playing a little bit better than expected. Chiefs 49ers out there by the bay. This one is Chiefs two and a half point road favorite over under 48 and a half. Uh 49ers are just – I mean, they got seven defensive starters out or questionable for this game. There's just no way uh, – I mean, there's just no way they're going to stop the Chiefs. That's all I'm going to say, unfortunately. I'll be rooting for the Niners, but there's no way it's happening. Yeah, this is going to be a game where the Chiefs are going to look really good, but really it's going to be because the 49ers can't play defense because they literally don't have anybody on defense. So – with all that said, KC, unfortunately, big. All right, Alex, where you got? You got the Chiefs or the Niners? I got the Niners. All right, Alex is going with the Niners, just like my dad, so that's a 50-50 split Oof. there. That's, that's my other game where I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, well, you didn't think the Niners would be this hurt. They they, just, they don't play exciting football, and I'm not saying that it is going to make you lose, but it's hard to match that energy of the Chiefs if you can't even, like, and another yeah. another little anecdotal statistic here <laughs> for the 49ers is they paid Debo Samuel a ton of money. He wanted to be paid like a wide receiver. He leads the NFL in drops. <laughs> Moving on. Steelers Dolphins Sunday night. Right now you got the Dolphins minus 7 because they're getting two back over under 44 and a half. Um, I mean the 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 Steelers defense, they've battled. They're they got a lot of stud players that are injured. Their offense is still very pedestrian, in my opinion. We'll see if Maserati Mitch gets it going. 
because um, Pickett's not going to clear concussion protocol. That being said, though, I think that the Dolphins are going to be a little bit too much to handle with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So I'm going to take the fans to win in prime time down in Miami. Um, not that I feel great about it, but I think they can get it done. Dolphins are not a good primetime team. So you basically just stole my thunder. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, the, the Dolphins suck in primetime. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, they're just not good. Yeah. I truly, truly, truly don't think Tua coming back is going to be this monumental moment where the Dolphins all of a sudden are like a Super Bowl contending looking team. No, I, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to cover the seven. I think Pitt finds a way to win. They're scrappy. They play Miami hard, and it's AFC. They always play AFC teams pretty tough. And, uh, yeah, I'm still going to give uh, a little love to my boy Maserati Mitch. So All let's... right, so Matt's going Steelers there. What about you, Alex? I went Steelers. Get Pitt. All right, so we got a 50-50 split. My dad's got the Dolphins as well. That one's kind of a toss-up. Like I said, uh, I would take the Steelers plus the seven. If you really want to, you can tease them up the plus 10 with a three-point teaser. Monday night football, oh, boy. Patriots, Bears in New England. Patriots minus seven and a half. Over-under is 39 and a half. This game just reeks of, like, a 23-3 to Patriots win, in my opinion. Uh, I, I'm taking New England. I I don't think the I don't think the Bears score a fucking touchdown. Yeah, uh, this is going to be pretty boring because the Patriots will still find a way to probably score, like you said, like 23 points. But it's going to be like boring points because they're just going to literally just control the entire pace of the game. They're going to get like a Ramondre Stevenson one yard touchdown. Up. Then they're going to get like a. Jacoby Myers, three-yard touchdown, and they're going to kick a bunch of field goals, and that's going to be it. They're going to control – they're absolutely going to control the, dic- the, the like the pace of this game, the tempo. Just they're going And to- it's going to be cold and windy as shit up there in Foxborough. I've got more faith, believe it or not. I know the Bears are starting to look good on the ground, but I got more faith in New England actually maintaining drives than I do Chicago. As the bread man lights the lamp for the Rangers. Uh, Here is, uh, before Alex gives his pick, uh, another little anecdotal nugget. The over-under for completed passes for Justin Fields in this game. It's going to be like six. Is nine and a half. Oh, my God. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Nine and a half fucking completions for an NFL quarterback. Anyway, all right, Alex, who do you got winning? Uh, quick update. Uh, rookie Shaheed just scored for Andy Dalton deep ball. Saints up 7-0. Saints uh, up early as we uh, all pick the fucking Cardinals. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, I <laughs> actually went uh, Patriots on this one. I really don't know who the, the starting quarterback is going to be. I think Zappy's better than Jones, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, Zappy's – I think Z- they're going to give Zappy a go. I don't think there's any – um, rush to get Jones back. I mean, nope. like you said, Zappi's been playing fine, and this is not like a marquee game where the Patriots need to force the issue here. So, Belichick's not going to force him to come out because even if somehow the Bears somehow pull this out, and Belichick's like, yeah, all right, sure, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I, like I said, I, the Patriots minus seven and a half. 
Uh, I would tease the over under if you want. If you wanted to, you could even if you're really confident, fuck, you could tease it down to 36 and a half. But anyway, so that's what we've got. So here are the results. We're all chalk on the Cardinals. Alex has got a swing pick with the Lions game. Uh, Matt's got a swing pick with the Colts game. My dad's got a swing pick with the Giants-Jaguars game. We're all chalk on the Ravens and Bengals. Alex has another swing pick in the Commanders game. We are all chalk on the Bucks and the Raiders. Alex with another swing pick in the Broncos game. We're all chalk on the Chargers. Uh, we're 50-50 split Chiefs-Niners, 50-50 split Dolphins-Steelers, and then all chalk on the Patriots. So it's going to be an entertaining weekend of football. Uh, the three of us will miss most of it because we'll be at the Giants-Jaguars game. Uh, we'll catch the later stuff whenever we get to it. But some good matchups. As Alex said, the Saints are already up early uh, out in the desert as we all pick the Cardinals, so just lovely there. Uh, but it's going to be a fun weekend of football. Week 7, I mean, now it's really starting – to be moving and shaking time in terms of uh, positioning yourself for potential uh, in the hunt playoff run come November. So for myself and Matt and Alex, it's been another episode of Pound the Pigskin where it's all football all the time, and we will see you next week.